Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Mother She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. Today, I'm going to be talking with Christopher Boozy. He's back. He's the CEO of Bot Sentinel. It's a free platform developed to detect and track troll bots and untrustworthy Twitter accounts. There are so many. Anyway, Boozy is awesome, and I just want to call him Boozy from now on, so... <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Before we get into it, the Start Me Up podcast is independent, supported by listeners, and it's woman-run. A great big thank you to everybody who supports the show. If you enjoy today's podcast, visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Check out all the tiers. I do include a tier with a much shorter intro and no ads. You can hear the free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they're followed up by What's Up, a show just for patrons where I talk about anything that comes to mind. It's a little more personal, kind of like my online diary. Visit patreon.com slash start me up and don't forget you can find start me up on itunes stitcher and wherever podcasts are found now please enjoy my conversation with christopher boozy welcome back to the show christopher thank you for having me back it's, it's a pleasure to be here well you know i desperately want to call you boozy but i know you prefer christopher so i will be respectful of what you want but you will always be boozy to me <laughs> it's, it's i'm not even the kind of person that calls people by their last name it's just you have such an awesome last name and it's so fun to say and i just like i just when i talk to my boyfriend about you i always call you boozy <laughs> so. <laughs> okay so let's That's just cool. let's just dive into this one now you've obviously okay. been on the show a lot so my listeners know who you are. I only have one listener who is upset with you because I think you blocked him and I know you're not going to unblock him and I'm not going to ask you to, but I'm just, most of my, most of my listeners are happy listening to you. So, um, I know you're in a lot of trouble right now because you're pissing off the trolls and <laughs> I want you to, here's a couple different things. So you're, you're the CEO of Bot Sentinel. Um, you've already talked mm -hmm. about what that is. So maybe just nutshell it. And then I know you're in trouble right now with a YouTuber and you warned me before we started the show that I'm going to get some trolls on this, which I already know I'm already ready to block and hide comment and block or whatever it is, hide and block. So tell us what's going on at bot Sentinel. Give us a nutshell about bot Sentinel and then the trouble that you're in right now. <laughs> oh, well, I wouldn't categorize it as trouble because there, there, there are nobodies. Right. So, well, let's not categorize it as trouble. But okay. yeah, so yeah, my company, Watsonal, um, in a nutshell, we we monitor um, mis and disinformation and target harassment on social media platforms, and then we also uh, conduct research and publish reports on the activity that we're observing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have a, a great relationship with, you know, media outlets across the globe, and we are fortunate enough to be able to reach the masses and um, inform people on on what's happening. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So, but so, you're yeah. pissing people. You're <laughs> pissing off. You're pissing off the trolls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's part. And that's part of the job. Yeah. Um, that's part of what we do. You can't highlight what's happening on these platforms without pissing off the folks who's, who are actually doing it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, recently we published a report um, and it was in conjunction with uh, Rolling Stone mm -hmm. and it was more focused on um, YouTube and how there's this culture of just misogyny and, mm -hmm. and just toxic stuff on the platform um, that they're, they're just not removing. 
Um, they're they're not enforcing their own policies. You know, they're allowing folks to go under the wire and, and monetize a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And the stuff is a clear violation of their you know their own policies. Yeah. Um, so we published this report and we highlighted a few um, individuals in the report. And one of them is, uh, um, you know, he goes by the moniker, um, the umbrella guy. And he, he received a lot of notoriety, notoriety of late, um, for his Amber Heard coverage. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to, if you want to categorize it as coverage, we, we categorize it as harassment and stalking to be quite frank, because his channel, you know, the, I guess the, the most, recent 200 uh, videos are focused about her and people associated with her, including myself. I I, I made an appearance in a few of those videos. Um, So there there were folks that were not happy about that. And associates of his, um, you know, there's a group on YouTube called LawTube. You know, they're a bunch of lawyers um, who have also made a a killing let's just say that mm-hmm. on this amber heard coverage you know they they um got a lot of notoriety as well within the youtube community um covering the amber heard trial so you know one of one of them we had like a little say confrontation if you want to call it that um on twitter and then i guess the rest of "Quote unquote law tube got involved, and it's just been an ongoing, you know, back and forth uh, since then. Wow, wow, that's crazy, and I, I imagine it doesn't feel good. Um, you know, I've had my experience where I wasn't, didn't necessarily say anything horrible or wrong, but the right went fucking insane on me. And I was like on the cover mm-hmm. of Fox News and Daily Stormer, who, which is a Nazi site, you know, was covered. Everybody, every right winger in the world just came after me. No liberals did. And, and, you know, that was good. But just having the right wing after me was very uncomfortable. So I can't imagine what it's like for you because it's much more high profile with you. I mean, what I know that overall you're a strong person, but what does it feel like? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I, 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 I was just... I, just had a conversation about this before we got on um it doesn't bother me at all and that's why you know i said let's not categorize it as like right, things right, that right, nature. Right. this is part of you know what we do um and the trolling you know the attacks now i tweeted this out the other day you know a person who specializes in in, in combating mis- and disinformation person who you know, exposes a lot of this stuff. If they are not enemy number one, then they're not doing their job. <laughs> um, if Bob Sitton was not a threat, <laughs> if, if, you know, I wasn't a threat, these folks would not be focused on me. They would yeah. be focused on someone else. Um, so for, for me, you know, the trolling, you know, and this is why I highlight it because you know, I have a lot of journalists who follow me. I had a, a lot of, politicians, high-profile folks mm-hmm. who are, you know, are also going through stuff like this. Yeah. So I highlight a lot of these these people and sometimes retweet them because I want people to see what the process is. I want them to understand what the trolling looks like and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a lot of this, just for your 
your, your listeners to understand. You know, a lot of times when when these groups do these these attacks, these you know, call it either targeted harassment or these trolling campaigns, it's one of two reasons, uh, or, or or it could be both actually. Um, one is to try to intimidate the person to, to shut up, you know, to like right, yeah. go away, lock their account or whatever, because it's just so overwhelming mm-hmm. for the average person. But I've been down this road so many times already. Um, I mean, you know, whether it was the MAGA folks in the beginning that were creating fake accounts, QAnon, um, Bolsonaro supporters in Brazil, mm-hmm. uh, then you had the anti-Megan folks, and now yes. oh, there were some white supremacists in there too, and now this this particular group. So it's always the same. It's always the same tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just always the same nonsense that they do so so part of this the scare and then the second part is to discredit right you know if you can discredit the person and then maybe uh they would not get the attention that they get or the company would not get the attention uh, that it gets but what they don't seem to understand is we have had this relationship with journalists and media outlets for years now they've done their due diligence they've done you know, they've they've looked at data that we've given them and scrutinized it and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so all it all that they're basically doing is is wasting your time with me. I'm just, you know, they say I'm not the one. <laughs> the thing is, is your attitude on Twitter. It's you're one of my favorite accounts because you, you have this way of and 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 please don't take this the wrong way because I mean it as a compliment but you have especially when you're dealing with them with the trolls but you have a bit of Mm -hmm. a condescending tone and it's like the I told you're the I told you so guy but I I like for for I don't know what it is about you but for me I love it coming from you because you have the perfect tone and it's just it's so fucking funny I just love it when you come back with I told you and it's like it's it's so fucking funny and I just I thoroughly enjoy your tweet I mean I, I your tweet your feed your t- you all that is your tweet because it's your Twitter feed so yeah. um but it's so much fun to, to it's like I love going over to your page because it's so funny and the way that you deal with these people I mean you should teach classes and telling people how to like arrogantly <laughs> deal with the trolls it's so much fun I love it so I just wanted to say that because I do I just love it <laughs> I appreciate that and I don't want people to think like I'm some some uh, we could curse right I'm, of course uh, you I'm can say a, anything yeah, okay just want to make sure um, I'm not a <laughs> condescending dick in real life <laughs> well, obviously well I'm that's not. it Are you hearing me like talking to you it, you don't sound like one but you have this like presence on Twitter yeah, right and, and the reason why and, and it, it is once again part of the process because I know you know, a lot of these these folks that do this, you know, the whole point of it, you know, get under that person's skin, like mm-hmm. I said, you know, to try to intimidate that person. And I want them to know, and that's why I said, let's not categorize it as trouble. This is this is not trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these yeah. people are a joke to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, it, and here's the thing, you know, we put out a report, um, you know, whether you agree with it or not, that's, that's up to you. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, almost all the time, whether it's immediately or they wait a few weeks, these platforms eventually take action mm-hmm. on a lot that's in the reports that we publish. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that's what happened with this report. Um, one gentleman, uh, his account was demonetized because he just oh. had a whole bunch of crap on there. And he, yeah. he in my opinion, the, the account should have been terminated, but that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we publish the reports, people get upset, whatever, you move on. Right. Um, when, you have, when you have folks who decide, hey, you know, we're going to make this guy a target, you know, we're going to put out all this missing disinformation about him, they don't realize that's making that's that's putting a spotlight on them not me yeah um anyone that's followed me long enough knows hey christopher christopher boozy is one of the most trolled people on the internet yeah. they they've been through down this road already they're not bringing anything <laughs> new to the table um so all they're doing now journalists are like okay well every time someone goes after boozy there's something there so maybe we need to start looking at these <laughs> folks here because this is really i mean that's really i'm not kidding yeah, i'm no, not yeah. uh, this is not gasoline i'm, I'm right. being sincere here this is literally what's happening yeah. i have journalists that are like hey who's this nate who's this nate the lawyer guy <laughs> because i'm not kidding because <laughs> what ended up happening was for some reason and i'm i'm still a little baffled about this you know so there's this rumor that's going around that I actually started with him, and it's, that's just not true. Mm-hmm. He kept on tweeting at me and tweeting at me, and when I finally responded, he actually said, oh, we, we finally have contact or something along those, those lines. <laughs> so he was trying to bait me into yeah. responding to him. Um, and then this guy is, like, leading the, the, the charge to try to come after me. He's like, oh, this, 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 this guy, Boozy, we got to peel back the layers and threatening to sue Bot Sinnel, he raised over thirty-one thousand, almost thirty-two thousand wow. uh, dollars. They tried to sue Bot Sinnel for God knows what. I think it's <laughs> going to be uh, defamation or something along those lines. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, this guy doesn't really understand. He's giving me a gift yeah. um, right now because <laughs> eventually a journalist is going to come along and he's going to want to know. Why you're leading the charge? Mm-hmm. Who the hell are you? And let's look into Law Group. I mean, excuse me, Law Tube, uh, to law find tube. out like who are these people. Let's profile them. Let's yeah. let's find out who they are. Um, so yeah, so that's what that's what my past two weeks uh, has wow. looked like. <laughs> wow. I mean, I don't. I'm certainly not jealous of what you're going through, but um, you're actually probably you've got the best attitude, and that's what I was going to ask you next is. Um, I've obviously been under, we've all been under fire. We all get trolled and you get trolled a lot. Um, when I was being trolled by the right wing, the way that I decided to deal with it, and I believe it was the best thing to do was just to ignore everybody. And, you know, I was having, mm-hmm. what's his name? Um, oh, I can see his face and I can't think of his name. He told everybody, he's a right winger who told everybody to buy gold and now we never hear from him again. And I just can't think of his name. But anyway, um, he came after me and, you know, and I just ignored everybody. And I felt like, you know, the news cycle, as that was when Trump was president. So it was like, you know, it, the news cycle changes every 13 seconds. So without a doubt, a couple days went by. Nobody gave a shit about me anymore. So that's pretty much what I did. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there listening and they're doing their thing. And then one day they get caught up in this, you know, attack from the right what would you or just from trolls on twitter or or social media so what's your advice to people like my advice is just ignore you know whether you want to stay off social media for a day or two or just ignore them and tweet or post what you feel like is that your advice just to ignore them right so it just depends it depends on the individual i mean the average individual 
Yeah, absolutely. If you ignore them for a few days, they they go away. They you know they they focus on someone else. Yeah. Um, but then you do get the select few who, you know, let's say it's a high profile person or not even a high profile person, just a person that may be a reporter that's reporting on things that they don't particularly like or a politician or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that they feel like, you know, we got to bring this person down and they create accounts specifically mm. to do this. We call yeah. them single purpose, you know, hate accounts or, you know, single purpose trolls or whatever, where they, they're, they're, this is what they're doing. So, and I, I have this happening now. I have a few single purpose hate accounts that um, target me, but for the average indiv- individual, I totally agree with you that just ignoring them, just blocking them, just, mm-hmm. you know, just not giving them any, you know, acknowledgement whatsoever goes a long way because then after a while, like you said, they move on to the next person. Well, and it goes, um, yeah, it goes but, back to the crank mm-hmm. calling thing. Like when you, I was totally a crank caller or prank caller. I got in trouble for saying crank call. I used to always call them crank calls, but whatever. When I was a teenager, mm-hmm. I used to prank call people all the time. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the people who I loved were the people who got mad, who I was able to yeah. get a rise out of. And if they hung up on me and I called back, this was way before caller ID and all that stuff, I would call back and they, and, and they wouldn't answer. What did I do? I gave up and I looked for people who would take the bait. So, yeah, don't take the bait. <laughs> it was the original trolling. Yes. That was exactly the OG of trolling. I'm serious. Because that's what trolling basically is. That's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. And you get that one. I think everyone did this uh, when they were younger. I mean, there are probably folks who are listening to this like, what? You guys actually did stuff like that. But yeah, that was a pastime growing up where you would call people, you just get random numbers out the phone book. Yes. And just call people and troll them. <laughs> we actually did this. Everyone did this. This, yeah. this is across racial lines. I mean, everyone did this. Yeah. You know, you had a phone and you were bored on, you know, like a like a weeknight or, yeah. you know, the weekend or whatever. And this was like entertainment. And yeah. you just troll people. It was fun. Um, so, yeah, I, I did it as well. Everyone did it. But <laughs> you're absolutely correct. You'll get that one person who trolled you back harder. Uh-huh. Like, you <laughs> call them, and they will start messing with you, and yes. you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> that reminds and that happened to me. That, yes, and that was my grandmother, because, you know, my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, was like, I always say, I don't, I'm not Catholic, she was Catholic. Um, I'm not Catholic, I'm not religious, I don't believe necessarily in the saint idea, but if there were, if, if, if anyone was a saint, it was my grandmother. She wasn't judgmental. She was the sweetest woman in the whole world. But it was so funny because one time she got, you know, the, the prank calls, the stupid ones, like, you know, is your refrigerator running? You better go catch it kind of stupid mm-hmm. shit. And so they called right. her one day, and so she just started going, voodoo, voodoo, I'm going to put a curse <laughs> on you. And then she freaked them out, and they stopped calling her. Oh, my God, I love that she did that. She was so cute. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's the best thing to ignore them. And obviously, um, it's, I hate it when I see people like, it's one thing to highlight a troll and like call them out as a troll and fuck with them. And then it's another thing to kind of treat them as if they're like a regular person and you're trying to reason with them. You can't reason with trolls. There's no way you can reason. You know, you, if you want to quote tweet them and mock them, go for it. 
but don't give them the satisfaction of trying to reason with them because then they're like, ha ha, sucker, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just a waste of time to do that. Yeah. Um, trying to, yeah, trying to reason with them, trying to interact with them in a way that, you know, you would do a quote unquote normal person. It just, it's just not going to work. No. Um, and I, and I don't do that, you know, for the most part, like I said, I highlight their, their stupidity. Um, you know, I, make fun of them and like i said i i can't be i, I know i can't be condescending um <laughs> at times and like and, it, and it's really done it's by design of course um, it is because yeah. i know it gets under yeah it gets under their skin yeah yeah well it's like sometimes my family wants to friend me on facebook or something and it's one thing if they follow me on twitter i can't really i don't care but when it's on facebook i tell my family you know i i would rather you not come to my facebook page because i don't behave this way in your living room you know i don't i'm not this big right. loudmouth feminist who's screaming about the patriarchy when i come over to your house for dinner that's not my you know my way and it's a div it's totally it's by design and it's a completely different voice it is me but it's a different version of me on social media that's that's what i'm talking about the version of you on social media is obviously talking to you you're super polite and you're so sweet and i love having you on the show but it's like you're your Twitter presence is fucking awesome because you're just Thank like, you get so the much. fuck out of my way. <laughs> and I love it. I love that attitude. Um, okay. So Thank we're going <laughs> to, well, of course you're welcome. Now I'm going <laughs> to transition over into politics now. Yes. But, but yes. yes. But before we get there, we have to take a quick break and we'll be back after this message. Oh, hey, it's Kimberly, the host of the podcast you're listening to right now. Are you my patron on Patreon? If not, it's really easy to sign up. Just go to patreon.com slash startmeup. Check out all the tiers. I do a patrons-only show after every free show, and I talk about whatever. It can get crazy in there. So again, just go to patreon.com slash startmeup. Check out the tiers and become my patron today. Thank you. Okay, we're back. Okay, so here, here we go. Um... Now you've been tweeting about the midterms, and I've been, uh, you've been tweeting stuff as if you know something, right? You've got some private information, <laughs> and then I message you, and I'm like, you have to fucking tell me, or I say it publicly, and then you still never tell me anything. So I mean, you tell me a little tiny, but you give me a little kernel, but you don't really. So I'm just making sure people know that because people were getting jealous. Like I want to know too, and it's like, trust me, people, he's not giving me all the inside dirt. But um, now you have said that you are pretty confident. The Democrats are going to take the House, and of course you think they're going to take the Senate, but just focusing on the House, on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 meaning that the Democrats are going to take the House, where are you in that they're going to take it? Right. So, okay, so a couple things. So before we get into that, <laughs> so a lot of times I do tweet some vague stuff, <laughs> and it annoys the hell out of people. And some people are like, Dozy doesn't know crap. He doesn't know anything. He's just... I, I promise I'm not one of those folks. I'm not right. one of those folks that just want engagement and things like that. Right. However, I do tweet sometimes stuff because I want people to have hope. Yeah. And I want people to understand, like, hey, it's not exactly what you think is happening. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in the background, people share stuff. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I'm, I think, you know, I'm blessed. I know you say you're not that spiritual, things like that, but I, I, I do believe I am blessed that... Because of the work that we do at Bot Central, it has um, 
allowed me to have access to certain people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just discuss things and it's off the record. Right. And I don't feel comfortable then making that public of because, course, yeah. you know, it's, it's off the record, right? Um, but, you know, to say like, hey, you know, when I had tweeted months ago about, hey, yeah, something is big coming and I was a bit specific. I was like, people yeah. are talking and then within a few weeks you're going to start and then the whole stuff with, Trump and mm-hmm. you know everything that we're seeing ha- is happening, and there were folks like, okay, that could not have been a coincidence, and then there were some right. folks like, I don't know, Boozy just is just lucky. But then I was a little bit more specific about stuff, and then that stuff started happening, and then <laughs> you know, but but anyway, in terms of the the, the midterm elections, okay, so we've discussed this uh, before in the past, yeah. and I said, uh, you know, in the beginning, I was like, look, if Things are the way it is now, and this was back then, you know, the Democrats will still hold the House and right. Senate. I don't care what's going to happen in between. And then things are looking a little bit bleak, <laughs> bleak yeah. until the Supreme Court yes. did what they did with uh, Roe v. Wade and, mm-hmm. and abortion and things of that nature. And I knew right then that was going to be um, the catalyst for you yep. know, in terms of women going out and registering. Yeah, and I know we discussed this uh, behind the scenes as yes. well, you and I, um, mm-hmm. and I think also just on Twitter itself, right. um, we discussed the fact that that um, you know this whole thing with abortion and how Republicans are just keep pushing. You know, in terms of like they keep, you know, it's not now just okay, let the states decide, oh, let's do a federal ban now. Let's mm-hmm. do this. And they just keep trying and pushing their luck. Mm-hmm. And women are just like, oh, wait, 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 hold on a second. <laughs> like, this is no longer hypothetical. You right. know, this right. is actually happening. Mm-hmm. And what, what's it's like frustrating me, like I look at this data, I look at it, you know, multiple times a week in terms of election-related data, whether it's registrations um, that gets leaked out or um, you know, the polling and things of that nature. And I, and I th- thankfully, once again, I've had access to some internal polling. And what the pundits and a lot of the um, pollsters out there are just not factoring in mm-hmm. is the rage women are feeling right now, um, knowing that this can happen in my state next mm-hmm. because it's happening in my niece's state or my cousin's state or my yes. friend's state yeah. where she has to go to a whole nother state to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're not realizing. This is happening as we're, when we're talking. There are women that have to get into their car right now to go have an abortion yeah. in a whole nother state. Mm-hmm. They got to get on a plane. So as each day goes by, as each hour, week, month goes by, um, you have this picked up rage this you know this anger from women mm-hmm. and and i'm sure there's men too but this 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 issue here is going to galvanize women in a way that yeah. i don't think i just don't think even the the, the media realizes just yet hmm. um so yeah they're going to definitely hold the senate the numbers it's just, unless it's something catastrophic happens between now and november um, the Democrats are going to hold the Senate, and they're going to gain two seats. Now, in terms of the House, and I've, I've you know, tweeted about this. Now, here's the reason why I believe they will hold the House. With just the polling that we have, just, just the polling itself, 
it's been coming it's 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 they have been doing better um you know numbers wise mm-hmm. um and that does not include the new uh, female voters who have been registering at high numbers. Oh, I didn't. Um, that yeah. just on, okay, right. See, that's this is what people are not seem to understand. Mm-hmm. The, these numbers don't include all these new people who are registering. These new women who are registering. Mm-hmm. So, if, if Republicans are just basically holding on with the current polling, what happens when this influx of new voters come in? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other factor that a lot of folks are just not looking at. How many Republican women are going to decide, you know something? This is just a little bit too much for me. I'm voting for the Democrats this time around. Mm -hmm. Because I saw, I saw, I don't remember his name. He was on over the weekend, and he was comparing turnout with Democrats versus Republican. And in some place, you know, turnout for Republicans was a bit higher in terms of the primary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just like, he's not seeming to understand yet. During the primary, yeah, I may vote as a Republican. I'm going to vote for another Republican during the primary. Mm-hmm. But during the general, with all this craziness that's happening, I might decide, you know something, I think I may vote for the Democrat. Interesting. Because this is insane. Right. That's an interesting point. Or, you know, and the thing is, is women may not vote for mm -hmm. the Democrat, but they might not vote at all, too. So there's that one. Right. And that's which is still a win for for the Democrats. if They just don't vote at all. Right. You know, they decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to sit this one out. Um, It's going to be an uphill battle. Don't get me wrong. In terms of the House, the Senate, they have that. And I want folks, uh, you know, I've already put my Twitter account (laughs) on the line. I said I would delete my Twitter account. Not that they just hold it. Right. That's too easy. That's yeah. too easy of of a call. I said they've got they have to gain at least two seats mm-hmm. in the Senate. Um, when Warnock, when and I'm I'm sorry for dominating the conversation. No, 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 you're I want I want folks. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I want folks to because I see so many folks that get so, you know, they just like hey, you know, I don't know, I you know, know, because of what happened in 2016. Mm-hmm. We are all still traumatized. Yes. From 2016. And I want folks to know, like, it's okay to be optimistic and mm-hmm. still get the vote out, still encourage your family and friends mm-hmm. to vote, but be optimistic about it because yes. that is what the other side wants. They want you yes. to be demoralized. Yeah. They want you to be pessimistic. They want you to feel like, you know, we, we're, we're going to lose. They don't want you to be energized. Mm-hmm. And I want people to know, like, the chances are in the Democrat's favor right mm-hmm. now in, in terms of the Senate. Um and the House, and lastly, in the House, I, look, I firmly believe that the Democrats will barely hold on to the House. I don't think it's going to be, you know, like a blot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to come down to, this, obviously, district by district, vote by vote. Yeah. We're going to see uh, certain races where it's going to come down to, like, a few hundred votes. Mm-hmm. I, I guarantee this is what's going to happen on the House side of things. But I do think that the Democrats are going to narrowly escape losing the house i really believe that and and just so you know and i tweeted this out um i'm I'm not entirely sure it's the same poll i'm not i'm not going to say it is because i really don't know Uh but that same week that i saw that internal poll um nancy pelosi said not only the democrats are going to hold the house and gain seats Uh she said that and nancy pelosi is not one of those folks (laughs) that Just just says randomness right. out, you know, 
and there was some internal polling that week that I saw mm-hmm. that was really encouraging for Democrats. Hmm. Um, really, really encouraging. Um, but, you know, like I said, if something, I mean, something, God forbid, could happen, something yeah. catastrophic could happen. Uh, but we'll see. Wow. Well, okay, so now let's see. Okay, well, I want a number. What number are you going to put on the house? Are you going to say we haven't, like, one, we're going to lose the house. Ten, we're for sure going to win the house. Where are you in a number? So one, we're going to lose, and ten, we're going to get it? I'm sorry, because I I, I don't know if I got the Okay, so ten, we're definitely going to have it. Um, I would say for the house, I would say a seven-ish right now, seven-ish, eight-ish right now. Um. For the Senate, I would say it's a 20. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They, the, the Democrats are going to hold on right. to the Senate. There's just, there, I, there's just no doubt. Right. There's nothing that I'm seeing um, that indicates otherwise. Okay. Um, the, reason why, the reason why I'm giving the House a 7 is because with the Senate, as you know, it's, it's, it's statewide, mm-hmm. right? And with the House, it's district by district. Right. It's a bit different. Yeah. So you can have, for example, a district that's just ultra MAGA, um, mm-hmm. where it's just like, okay. And then another district where it's not necessarily that. So that's why I said it's going to come down to district mm-hmm. by district, vote by yeah. vote. Um, but the numbers are just right now are in the Democrats' favor. And yeah. then now we have the... Um, uh, the next uh, hearing tomorrow, right. the January 6th hearing. Yeah. And we're going to, I know for a fact, before the midterms, we're going to have a, f- a few more big blockbuster uh, news drops. I, I'm a million percent sure of that. So is um, that a guess? Is that a guess, or do you know inside information that you can't share? Um, I, I, I know some reporting that's happening that has not dropped yet. Okay. I, I, yeah, that's, so that's how I know that's going to happen because I know of the reporting that's going on. Right. Um, yeah, I I mean, look, I've talked about this. I've already tweeted this out and I was not joking when, like, when I say, you know, um, journalists, if you're, if you're listening, Mm -hmm. find out the, um, (laughs) the members of Congress who knew Mm -hmm. that Donald Trump had those, um, classified documents yeah there's no doubt there are members of congress who saw those mm-hmm. those documents there's there's absolutely no doubt yeah no doubt yeah i don't have any so doubt. That, yeah that part of the reporting i mean they're getting there they have been getting there you know they talk about well he was showing folks at mar-a-lago mm-hmm. so it, it's getting there mm-hmm. um and then also what he was doing with those documents and then he wasn't just hoarding those documents. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. the other part of the reporting. Yeah. Um, and I do believe that's going to affect, um, you know, the midterms. Yeah. Um, and then, and then lastly, I, I mean, look, we have, um, debates that are coming up, right. Mm-hmm. And we have one with Warnock, <laughs> yeah. uh, Warnock and, uh, <laughs> Lord forgive me. Um, and, and, and Herschel Walker. Yeah. And look, I look the one thing I, I I don't do on my feed and I don't do in interviews like I never insult people intelligence I don't mm-hmm. I don't like you know saying certain words because I do believe like everyone have their own talents and yeah. you know people bring certain things to the table um, 
I'm not going to, I'm not going to like, and there are other people who have done this. I'm not going to crack on uh, Herschel Walker's intelligence or anything along those lines. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, that he is not qualified to no. be a senator. Not at all. And that is going to become quite apparent to voters when they have that debate. Um, when you have folks that are on a campaign trail and they're saying certain things, um, it's, a, it's, you know, it's like, okay, whatever. But when you see two people up against each mm-hmm, other face-to-face, mm-hmm. um, It'll be you can clearly – yeah, yeah. I mean, and look, we saw that with Trump and Hillary. Yes, we did. And, and, you know, we, and most folks knew Hillary was way more qualified <laughs> yeah. than, than Trump, but f- you, we know what happened, and mm-hmm. you know, there were folks that voted for Trump anyway mm-hmm. for, for a lot of different reasons. But no one can argue and say that Trump <laughs> is more qualified than Hillary no. Clinton. That's just not <laughs> You know, that's, I mean, I think she was probably one of the most qualified, yeah. if not the most the qualified most. Yeah. person to ever run for president. I agree, right? yeah. Um, so unless the people in Georgia are just completely, excuse my language, batshit, um, <laughs> they're going to see those two men together and say, okay, all right, all right. enough. Let's just, let's just go ahead and, 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 and just put Warnock back in. And, um, you know, and Pennsylvania is looking great yeah, with Oz and, yeah. against <laughs> Um, I don't know why Oz did this to himself. I don't, he's an idiot. Yeah. God, he's an idiot. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I just want to say about Herschel Walker, I'm right there with you. Sure. I don't want to insult his intelligence. Clearly, uh, he's got issues. He's been in sports. I don't know if he's had brain injuries. But what I will criticize him on is the fact that he held it. You know, his ex-wife said he held a gun to her head and, and said he was going to blow her brains out. And he's he's lied about, you know, his his education and i you know he something right. about how many children he has i don't follow all of i don't follow all the stories about him but i've seen you know going down my feed so it's, those are legitimate criticisms and on top of it what's the worst part about it is that the republicans are clearly using him and it's disgusting to see them it's mm-hmm. not that i feel sorry mm-hmm. for him I, it's i'm not having pity on Walker, but I recognize what they're doing, and it's gross. It's just gross what they do, but of course it's them. So, and they're fascist and they're evil. And you know what they used to be is not what they are now. Although what they used to be was, I think, a kind of veiled version of what they are now. Now they're just like now they got the permission from Trump to say, "Oh, well, here's who we really are. This is who we've been all along, but we've played by these games. We played by these rules. So uh, they're just not doing it anymore. And I fully believe that they've been this way the whole time. I know that there are some exceptions, but, um, you know, there are obviously some exceptions. But it's, you know, it's far and few between. One thing I kind of want to go back to, though, just because this – I think this is a really important point. You mentioned – excuse me – that women are – recognizing if they're living in a red state that they're going to have to drive to another state to have an abortion. And the interesting thing Mm -hmm. is, you know, they had to do this when the Tea Party got into office in 2010, when they started legislating in 2011. One of the first things they started doing was getting rid of abortion clinics in red states. So Mississippi, Mm -hmm. Texas, you know, say Texas had 89 abortion clinics in 2011. By 2014, there was one or something like that. And that's not the actual numbers, but I'm just giving the example. So in a state as huge as Texas, it was still legal. It just wasn't available. 
And so women right. at that time had to, if they wanted abortion, they'd have to leave the state, whatever state they were in. And what that does is it's so, um, you know, a lot of these women, they're not financially well off. They, they'd they have to take mm-hmm. time off of work. They'd have to pay for a hotel. They have to pay for this procedure, which, by the way, isn't free. And, you know, and then, right. and then some women need a little time to recover. Some women are fine the day after, but some women need a little time to recover. So that's in a very expensive situation. And what was happening prior to them striking row down was it was like this stealth, quiet thing. And you'd hear about it on the news, uh, like, oh, Oklahoma, you know, got rid of another abortion clinic. Next story. And mm-hmm. it didn't sink in. People, you know, I know that people who lived in those states and who got pregnant and wanted an abortion, they were feeling it. But I think they were not because the spotlight, the news, you know, we weren't hearing so much about it on the news, the effect that it was having. Yeah, we'd hear a sentence or two, but it wasn't blockbuster. And then here comes, you know, this decision. And we all knew that it was going. I mean, a lot of us knew that it was going to happen at some point. I told my friend in I think I was talking to my girlfriend in 20. Let's see, what year was that? Maybe 2003, 2002, something like that. And I told her, they're, they're going after Roe. They're going to get rid of it. She's like, no, they never will. And I said, you watch. And I, you know what? I pulled and I told you so on her when uh, the decision mm. came down to Maine. She was really pissed off. But, um, you know, and it's interesting because she's a born-again Christian. So uh, she was pissed off that, you know, they were taking this right away. And so I, I just think it's such an interesting point because it's like even though women had to drive to another state prior to this decision, it didn't really take hold until it was this big, huge announcement. And I, I knew it was going to happen, and I actually hoped that it would happen, and I didn't want it to happen, but I hoped it would happen for this very reason because it woke up this, you know, just like, oh, this is – and it's not just about this. Then now they want to take birth control away. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like all these oh, Republican yeah. women who are – you know, it's not just Republican women, but I'm, I'm mentioning Republican women because as a voting block, Republican women, I mean, you know, they just they're they don't give a shit about choice. They un- unless it's about them. And so, you know, now all these like you said, these Republican with there's I, I did an article not long ago, I, a couple of years ago about the number of women getting abortions and a huge number of them are Catholic. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they, they might say what they mm-hmm. say to their family and to their church and to their friends, but privately when they're getting pregnant, because if, you ha- if you're in this family situation where you've got three kids and, you know, your husband is working and he, you're barely paying the bills and now another kid is on the way, no, I don't want another kid. And that's basically where it's coming from so much of the time. And so even or, though – go ahead. I, I was just going to say, no, I just wanted to, just, uh, to kind of piggyback on that. Or you're, you're a young woman um, in, in, in school and yeah. you, you get pregnant and you just can't right, right. now. You know, you just can't. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you decided, hey, you know what, I, I, I would go to full term and, and put the child up for adoption, taking that time off yeah. may, may, you know, it just, you just can't. So, and, and so, yeah, so I, 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 look, I grew up just really quickly and now. Uh, you know, you could finish. I grew up Catholic, even though it, it, it's, I come from a weird background, to be honest, because my great great grandmother uh, married a Jew and she became, she converted and became a Jew. But my, my father was Catholic and I, I grew up Catholic. Um, but um, I could say this from my own experience, women that I've known, um, whether you are Catholic, whether you, you know, you, you, 
Jewish, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. sometimes you put faith aside and you do this for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes it's health reasons. Yeah. You know, you can't, for whatever reason, take a baby to full term because mm-hmm. it can it can harm your life. You know. So right. this, this, yeah. So I'm sorry, but yeah, I just wanted to pick it because you're absolutely correct. And that's how, I, you know, a lot of folks who actually pay attention knew like this decision was terrible for women overall, but it was going to backfire. Mm-hmm. And it, it backfired uh, spectacularly yeah. on on the Republicans. Yeah, and I know yeah. that um, I know uh, I think it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg had said she didn't necessarily like the idea of Roe, and I think it was oh god I don't even remember what it was that she said. No, I I know people are going to correct me in the comments, and you should because I'm like blanking and I can't remember it. But ultimately, I do think that we sh- it it didn't hold. This well, it was the Supreme Court when we got a activist right wing activist court took it down. But and that, of course, could happen with any kind of ruling on abortion. But at the same time, well, I guess what about I don't know about this. So if they're they can't overturn an amendment, can they a a, a constitutional amendment? I mean, technically, yeah. I mean, by by getting another amendment. So, yeah, you can't have to get another amendment. I mean, it's not. That's right. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not easy. So, yeah, if we I think if we could, you know, wouldn't it be awesome if we could get um, I don't know that this is going to happen, but if we could get, you know, what you're discussing, a blue Congress, blue House, blue everything. And in that time, if we were able now, it would still depend on red states. We would still have to depend on some red states to vote it in. But if we could get a constitutional amendment on abortion, um, Mm -hmm. That would be ideal because, again, like you were just saying, it would be more difficult to overturn than a court case. So um, I think right. you know that's the direction that we should be moving in if it's if it's at all possible. It it's not that also would be extremely uphill because it relies on you need thir- was it thirty six or thirty eight? I think it's thirty eight states in order yeah. to make an amendment. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. To be honest with you, how polarized I know, our um, I know. but eventually our is right now eventually. But, but 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 let me just say, there. I mean, they could pass laws. They could definitely pass laws to um, strengthen it. The same way they yes. want to pass a law to you know to, to ban uh, abortion federally. Um, you could do the same thing to pass a law federally to make abortion legal. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, federally. So then, what would happen is, on I think on federal land. Um, I don't know exactly, and I'm sure there's going to be people that will correct me on this. But if they make it a federal law that they can, um, you know, abortion is legal, any federal land, um, an abortion clinic could be set up where oh, the right. state can yeah. do anything about it. Interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm correct on that. And I'm, like you said, I'm someone else can correct me. Um, but yeah, they could definitely pass a law to make it. Um, you know, legally, mm-hmm. federally, mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you got folks like you know, and I, I, before we got, we we have to talk about her uh, <laughs> cinema. Uh, I mean, what the actual f? Oh my god, I fucking <laughs> can't stand her. She gives me blood, pr- high blood pressure. 
<laughs> you know, actually, and mansion and cinema for the majority of this year, last year, I couldn't even fucking see, when M, if I'm watching MSNBC and I see their faces, it's like I put if my boyfriend's watching and I put my headphones on because I get I do I get so f- like physical it's a physical thing in me I get so angry, um yeah but we have to make her irrelevant I hope that we can do that. So. Let me just say, and I'm not defending Mansion whatsoever because I'm on the same page with you with, when it comes to Mansion. But at least, at, at least, least Mansion has uncommon, an excuse. Yes. He does. Yeah, yeah, he has an excuse. I don't agree with his tactics and things like that, and I totally agree that he he drives me crazy. But at least he has an excuse. Biden won her state. Yeah, there is absolutely no reason for her to be behaving the way that she's behaving, unless. Yeah. She's she's a mole. Like right. and and and, and I'm not trying to do like the conspiracy theory stuff. I know. Like I don't understand why any Democrat, any Democrat, during the midterms would fly down to freaking Kentucky mm-hmm. to, to share a stage with Mitch, Mitch McConnell, McConnell yeah. of all people, and pretty much throw Democrats under the bus and yeah. talk about you know she's she's looking to strengthen the filibuster. Right. Um. That's uh, once again, excuse my language, but that's batshit crazy coming from a Democrat. Well, a whether quote, excuse me, a quote unquote Democrat. Yeah. Sorry, well, ahead. I mean, whether or not she could be a mole, or she could have just been, you know, wooed by that money that she was getting, because I think they there was some kind of a thing going around on the internet a while back that you know, when she started this position, she had X amount of dollars, and now she's a millionaire. So, and she's getting right, mm-hmm. you know, money from the right. So. You know, I don't know what her reason is, and I don't care, but I will say this. Number one, we saw her do that fucking asshole bitch curtsy thing, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. with her thumbs down uh, on, the, on the floor of the, uh, of the Senate. And then mm-hmm. also, she, there's a photograph of her in her stupid fucking clothes. I'm sorry, but it's like she, she, I get so profane when I think of people like her. But she wore a ring that said fuck off, and it was right after the Democrats mm-hmm. were c- criticizing her. I think it was for the curtsy. I don't, I don't know exactly what it was. But mm-hmm. there's something about her, you know, aside from her stupid clothing choices, which I know we're not supposed to pick on people for clothing choices, but, you know, it's one thing to bag on Hillary Clinton because she wears professional-looking pantsuits, and there's another thing when Kirsten Cinema tries to show everybody how qu- quirky she or whatever she thinks she is with her weird clothes. And it's like, it, it, to me, her clothes are, are kind of part of her fuck you to everybody. Maybe she thinks she looks good, right. and and that's. But it's like she sometimes she just looks fucking ridiculous, and it's not professional looking, and she bugs the shit out of me. I can't stand her. <laughs> I, I won't touch the clothing with a ten foot pole. But <laughs> I will say this with you. I will say this. I I for me it was that moment when she did the curtsy yeah. where I was just like, okay, she's really trolling. She's, she's trolling totally everyone. Trolling. Yeah. Um. And we're we're in a point of our history where you can't be fucking around right no, now. No, you know, no. you're you're either on one side or the other because yeah. there are folks that are trying to take us back. You know, all the gains that mm-hmm. we've had. Whether you are a person who is LGBTQ plus, a woman, a woman of color, mm-hmm. a, a you know any person of color, um, we're at a point where there are folks that don't want us to have a voice that yeah. want to take us to a place that we have not seen in this country in a very long time. Mm-hmm. 
and this is not, you know, me trying to scare your listeners. I want your listeners to understand, like, th- what we saw on January 6th was the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was not the, the, the end. That was right. the beginning. And they're going to try something like that again. Mm-hmm. Um, so people like Kristen Cinema, they, you know, you know, they 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 think this is a game. They think this is a joke, and I don't find it to be funny. Like the curtsy and just right. the way that she's been 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 behaving, I'm just like, get out of here! Like yeah. it's time for you to go. Yeah. And I hope that she has a really good primary challenger in the next few years because she has to go. She definitely um, has to go. But but once again, I do believe we're going to gain two seats in the Senate. I do believe she's going to become irrelevant. Good. I do believe. Um, Democrats are going to, once they expand, I mean, look, there's a possibility Democrats can actually expand us to three seats or even four. There, I mean, there really is that possibility. I'm not going that far. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm saying two seats because right. I do see the two seats. Um, but it, let's just say that does happen. They need to strip her, they mm-hmm. just basically just strip her of whatever. Like, okay. they really do need to do that because they need to make an example out yes. of her to let folks know, like, you know, there's one thing, you know, there, there's bipartisanship, and I do think we need more yes, of that in, 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 in Congress. I me do. Too. And I want folks to know this. Like, I have a lot of friends who are Republican, but not this MAGA, ultra MAGA right. folks. You know, folks that, you know, they're, they're like New York Republicans, which are not really still Republican, right, right. but, you know, they're, they're, you know they, they have certain views on, you know, taxes and things right. of that nature. Yeah. Um, but they're not ultra MAGA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I have a lot of liberal friends who, you know, they, they defund certain things and yada, yada, yada. Um, but I do believe, like, we need to be kind of in the middle where we take ideas from one side, take ideas from the, from the other, and we work together. I do yeah. believe in that. And mm-hmm. right now, we don't have that. Right now, we are we're just partisan. Mm-hmm. And if I have to choose a side, I'm going to choose the side that wasn't down with the insurrection. Let's right. just, you know, make that clear. <laughs> but, but, and here's the big but, during the primary season, with everything that's been going on, you don't fly down to Kentucky and basically right. throw your party under the bus. No. That's just something you just don't do. That's not bipartisanship. That's assholeship right yeah. there. And that's what she did. Yeah. And um, I do think Democrats need to need to send a message like you I don't agree. do that. And, yeah. I, and I do think after the midterms, uh, if willing, mm-hmm. um, they gain seats, they need to do that. Yes, I totally agree. Now, I have one more question before I let you go. Sure. Um, sure. Okay, so there's all these Trump inve- – Trump is in so much trouble. So there's all these <laughs> investigations. He's got all these legal issues. And what I want to know is which one do you think is going to get him the first indictment? So we've got Georgia. We've got the January oh, 6th. We've got the documents. And then on top of the documents, we've got the covering up of the documents. And then I know that there's SDNY. There's criminal referrals to be made by Tish James. So out of all of those, what do you what are you gonna project as or predict is gonna be the first indictment we're gonna see on Trump? <laughs> oh gosh. Um the DOJ, the DOJ, um, they're pretty slow mm-hmm. in the way that they move and just, just traditionally. Yeah. So I would probably say Georgia would be the first. He's going to get indicted. Yeah, I agree. If we would have had yeah, if we would have had this conversation you know, a year or two ago, I would have said no. 
Um, I was never one of those folks like, oh, Trump is going to get indicted. He's going to go to prison. I still don't think he's going to go to prison. Yeah, I know. I'm having a hard time um, with the prison. Yeah. That's just going to be kind of just too polarizing for the country, yeah. uh, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I think what they'll end up doing is working out some type of deal where he has to be under house arrest for yeah. I don't know how long. He yeah. can never run for office again. Yeah. You no, know, something along those lines. Right. Do not expect Trump to do a perp walk and no. don't expect him to serve time in prison. Yeah. The only way I see Trump doing time in prison, if there is proof that he was selling our secrets to a hostile foreign nation, hmm. then yeah, he's going to go to prison for that. If if proof comes out that he was doing that, yeah. Um, then yeah, uh, um, I because I just don't see how he's not indicted and the DOJ tries to, um, you know, take this to trial. He yeah. or or him making a deal where he has to go to prison, mm-hmm. um, because that's going to be so serious. Um, that they just can't slide that under the rug. Yeah. You know, him him having these documents or him possibly, and I'm not saying I know this for sure, him possibly trying to sell these documents in the way that benefits him, but not mm-hmm. selling to a hostile foreign nation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can, I, can, I can see the DOJ trying to work out a deal with him on that. Yeah. But not if he was like, let's say, trying to sell it to, to Russia yeah. or trying to sell it to you know, something like that. Yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, yeah, I think to your answer, the, to your question, the answer to your question, I think it'll be Georgia. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I agree with you. I do think he's going to get indicted for the documents and maybe the cover up and all of that. And who knows what's going to happen with the Tish James. Uh, you know, when I was talking with Glenn Kirshner the other day, he did mention that with the IRS kind of like criminal thing that they usually, all they usually do is want their money back. They're not like, he doesn't anticipate mm-hmm. any kind of like sentencing on that other than just paying it back. So, um, but it's going to hurt him. So that's a good thing. But, you know, I just absolutely love talking to you. You're so much fun. And I don't think you're a condescending you. dick. Only on Twitter in the best possible way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also, you know, I mean, it's like I'm a feminist loudmouth. I know I'm profane. But uh, I'm, I'm profane on the show. I'm profane all the time. So let's just not kid anybody. But um, I am my mother's daughter. And my mother is also profane. So I just got it from her. <laughs> but, it's, I, but it's fun. I, I love talking to you. I love I love being here talking with you. I <laughs> feel like I could be myself and and I yes and I promise I'm definitely not a condescending uh, dick <laughs> in real life. I am I am probably one of the sweetest people. <laughs> I I and I treat and I try my best. I really sincerely do try my best to treat everyone equally. Whether it's you know if I if I go to a, a restaurant. And I, and, and I hate this really quickly. I hate when I see people treat like the people who are serving you, mm-hmm. for example, like crap, yeah. like that for me is a huge turnoff. Yeah. And I always try to treat everyone that I deal with, with respect, yeah. um, except trolls. Right. If you're, exactly. you're, if you're yeah. a troll, then I'm going to, I'm going to treat you and like, Ted, and you Ted be Cruz, <laughs> cause he has no balls. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck Ted Cruz. <laughs> fuck all of those people. But no, I, I do. You know what? And I will, I'll end this on this. Whenever I don't go out a lot for because I work from home, because I'm a homebody, and because of COVID. So those three things, you know, I don't have the biggest social life in the world. But every time I do go out, I always make an effort to be nice and friendly to people 
it's genuine. I don't make it up. I don't, you know, decide to say something that isn't true about. But if I see somebody wearing a nice shirt or if they smell nice or whatever it is, I make an effort to say that to them. Like, oh, you smell fantastic. Your perfume smells pretty or whatever it is. Because I feel like there's so much division. Like, for instance, the other day I was went to the grocery store and I was turning into the aisle of, you know, where you park your car on either side. And there was this woman that she kind of cut through in the middle. And so I was just about ready to turn into a spot. And she was kind of next to that spot and in the way. And so I didn't know what she was going to do. So I stopped and she stopped and we were both just stopped and we were staring at each other. So I motioned, mm. I'm, I'm heading into this spot. And oh my God, she just lost her fucking mind and started screaming at me. And she was so angry and I didn't even understand why she was so angry. And, and, and then she had like pulled over and parked in another spot and she stayed in her car and I, she had, she was so fucking pissed off at me. And I, I was just going to say to her, I was just trying to tell you I was heading toward that spot. That's all. But she didn't, she didn't want to, she didn't want to do it. So it's like, I know, you know, there's always going to be assholes out there and there are always, you know, regardless of where we are politically, but because we're such a politically divided nation now, I, you know, I think it's really important to kind of go out of my way to be friendly to strangers because it's like, you know, I just, I just think it's, it's a good thing and it makes people feel good when you compliment them and say something nice about them. So I'm just taking it that step further because I, I, I do think it's really important and I make the effort to do that because, you know, we live in some fucked up times. So <laughs> just before we go, there was a study I was sort of, I, I, I don't, can't remember the out i mean who actually conducted the study i'm sorry but i did see this morning on morning joe mm-hmm. a study that was conducted that showed that if you just do random acts of kindness not only it benefits the person receiving it but also the person that's doing the random act of kindness yeah. uh it's mutually beneficial it is and they were just saying you know just Calling up an old friend and just mm-hmm. saying, hey, you know, I haven't spoken to you in a while. How are you doing? Or just texting them. It goes a long way. Um, so, yes, the, you know, just being kind to people. And that's and just that, that's the reason why I do what I do in terms yeah. of the work that we do, because I just feel like I'm at that age now. I just want to try to give back. And I think this is the best way of doing it. Well, and what you're doing is helping all of us because you're helping to hopefully at least clean out some of the assholes, trolls, and the hate accounts on social media. So that's a good thing. So we're all for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Um Okay, so before I, before I let you go, please tell everybody where to find you. Sure, they can find me on Twitter at C-B-O-U-Z-Y, or they can go to our website, bot, B-O-T, Sentinel, S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L.com. Awesome, and I've included those in the description on patreon and then also um i'm trying to think okay so you can find me on twitter author kimberly k-i-m-b-e-r-l-e-y don't forget the extra e at the end of my name i've got all my books on amazon christopher it's always a joy to talk to you thank you once again for coming back to the show it's a pleasure to be here anytime
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.